So thank you. Here's here's a a, a seven dollar tip uh, you. for your. You're a monster. Uh, You're just a monster. Hi, I'm Monty, and I'm a Weisenheimer. Hi, I'm Teresa. I'm a Weisenheimer. Hey, I'm Cullen, and I'm a Weisenheimer. And on this uh, episode, we're uh, joined by uh, uh, an old friend of the Weisenheimers, uh, Sarah Noel Wilson. And Sarah, you're from Des Moines, Iowa, right? I am. Okay. I am currently. <laughs> and uh, we met a long, long time ago, um, and I'm not even sure who was in the Weisenheimers at that point, except I, I know that I was in it. Uh, but uh, you were part of Comedy Experiment out of Des Moines, and we met at um, uh, at uh, the Big Ha, which was uh, 88 Improv's improv festival in Omaha. You came in and, and did some, some improv comedy in Omaha, and that's where we met. Is that correct? Am I, or is this a fever that, dream? I want to make sure I got this right. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, I can't, I can't tell you the specific moment we met because Monty, I just don't know a life without you, but right, thank you. It, I know it had to do with, I know it had to do with improv and it had to do with Omaha. Right. So and you were drinking great. and you were drinking and that's pretty what? much every, mm-hmm. yeah. No, you weren't. Yeah. yeah, I remember. Probably now, probably yeah. wasn't. <laughs> that's very. That's how most women. Um, that's the uh, story. The start of the story. I sorry. I I I'm, I'm making burnt toast. <laughs> yes, that's the origin or? origin story. That's that's it. I, I'm making some burnt toast over here. So sorry. I are words you, are escaping yeah, me. Yeah, you're. It's fine. No, it look. Teresa met me similar circumstances. There was improv, there was Omaha, there was drinking involved. It was very uh, whirlwind. Cullen, however, it was uh, meth, right? Mm-hmm. Improv, Omaha, mm-hmm. and meth. Yeah. So it's fine. Yep. Yep. This is good. My, my HR audience is really going to love all these references. This <laughs> is good. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Are you bringing an audience to our podcast? Because thank you. That's... Yeah, I mean, yeah, you'll be the how first. it goes. I mean, I'm going to listen to it first. And then I'll yeah. We'll see how this goes. God, really already starting off great. Uh, Sarah, you're a, you're a, you're a life coach. You're a keynote speaker. No. no? What are you then? No. What? You're an executive. You're a professional basketball player. Yes. Right? Professional. Hold on a minute. Do I have the wrong notes? I don't. I mean, you're, you're, you were close. Yeah. So I'll just, I'll just, I'll, I'll adjust the language a little bit. I'm oh, an executive do. coach. You're an executive coach. No, it's coach. okay. I do. Yeah, I do leadership coaching and consulting, which often includes things related to personal. I see. But I, I but it's mostly exclusively... like career, right? You're, yeah, you're helping people with leadership. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So if it's I'm just helping that... them not be crappy managers, that's what I'm doing. Oh, okay. Well, that works. That's good. If you if you help solve the manager problem, then a lot of the other people's problems go away, right? Isn't yeah, that... the world will be a better place. I think, yeah, I think I... people would be happier. Could you, Sarah? Travel? How did Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, How just, did you? Sorry. You were just going to say a, a joke, yeah? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> so, um, how did you get in? How did you get into that? Yeah, I. Um, so I. Well, I'll, I'll give you the real brief story. Uh, my my undergraduate degree was in theater performance, theater education. When I moved to Des Moines, I did what every good Des Moines person does. I got a job in insurance. And that's where I got exposed to things like training and managers. And I had the opportunity to work for really horrible managers. And I got to work with really amazing managers and realized that that was just something I was really fascinated with. And so started to do as much of that work as I could, became a manager myself, got my master's in leadership development, left that job to oversee the leadership development efforts. I think for me, what really drew me to it was the realization that people in positions of power have not only a ton of influence over your career, but also your sense of self and how you feel and what you think can be possible. And so I became really fascinated by that dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. And, and are you, I don't want to say just in Des Moines or, and I'm, I'm saying this because that sounds like something that needs to be far and wide or is there a, I've never, and I've never heard of this. So this is something that, yeah. yeah, this, is this something that, most places have most cities have yeah i think you know coaching well executive coaching is definitely growing but a lot of uh, corporate companies will work with 
either internally they'll have people who do leadership development like workshops or retreats or coaching or training, you know, skill building, um, or they'll work with external people like myself. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's international. Um, I have, I have international clients. I have, I predominantly, predominantly work nationally, but we're starting to expand and get more exposure on an international level. And, um, and so a lot of, a lot of companies are starting to figure out that, um, we're, you know, we're in an age where people can go to find better jobs, you know, unlike back in 2008 when the financial Mm -hmm. crisis was and everybody was locked into their jobs. And so um, they're starting to figure out that, oh, if our people are led by people who care for them, if we have managers and people in positions of power who can actually not just lead processes and products, but can actually effectively lead people, we can actually do even better. Um, We can be even more profitable and more have more greater productivity. And so like more companies are starting to figure that out. But what makes me really excited is that companies are starting to figure out that the people who work for them are humans and that they have emotions and that they, it's a, it's it's a revelation. And so it's it's exciting to, um, it's exciting for me. I'm in particular, I'm really fortunate to work with companies who have like made that commitment of, Hey, these are people and how do we support them in a really meaningful way? What would you say is the, uh, is the biggest thing the trap that that people fall into to become bad managers? What would you say is that like is there is there something you can identify as a, a common thread amongst bad leadership? Oh, that's a really fun question. Um, I think it's a continuum. I think on one end you have what I like lovingly call brilliant jerks, and those are the people who are really good technically and just really smart, but they're. Um, not savvy at all when it comes to people and they don't maybe care about the people that they're serving. Um, So that's on one end. And then I think on the other end that I I find is a trap that probably more often is the case is like total avoidance of having hard conversations. And so, um, so people aren't getting the feedback that they need. They're not getting the coaching that they need. And we just continue to perpetuate you know, maybe bad behavior um, or or not being vulnerable with our team or whatever the case might be just because we're avoiding having the the real conversation. So it's sort of like those two ends of the spectrums are the ones that I feel like I see the most. But but ultimately, ultimately, if you just don't care, then I can't help you. Right. If you don't care about the people you work with, there's nothing I can do for you. Yeah. And I don't think you should be a leader. Mm-hmm preach it so it sounds like uh just as bad as being that jerk is that person who just doesn't want is is that when you say that they don't want to be real and they aren't ready to have those tough conversations that's the person who avoids conflict right the manager who avoids telling people that they're doing bad until it gets so bad that they have to be let go right yeah and then what happens is is then the, the manager goes right into like crisis mode like we need to fire this person and then if you you know if you have good HR support, they're like, whoa, 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 slow down the bus. We haven't yeah. really had any conversations. And then and then the other thing that happens, if there's like a third point, that's a trap that I see leaders fall into, is that they don't understand or want to accept the fact that they have power. Mm-hmm. Like that's really uncomfortable for some people. Like, oh, I'm, people shouldn't feel weird around me, Sarah. I'm just, I'm just a guy, I'm just mm-hmm. a girl. Like, you're not, you're the CEO. You're not, you're their manager. You control what they do, what they don't do, how they get paid, how they don't get paid. And so sometimes I think people are scared of that, of like owning that power. And, um, but it's there, whether they realize it or not. Mm-hmm. That's really insightful. That's, I, you know. Didn't know we were going to go there tonight, did you? No, I didn't. <laughs> didn't know. I, I've worked, because I feel like I've worked with a lot of really terrible managers, but I feel like I've mostly worked with the ones that are, I think the worst managers that I have are those abusers of power. You know what I mean? Yeah, those ones that are constantly yeah, lording yeah. over you, micromanaging <clears throat> yeah. or just being, I had a manager that was uh, like, I, I never knew where the wind was going to blow that day mm, on, on mm, where he was going mm-hmm. to be. And that was like, I, so you were constantly playing defense, trying to figure out where, the blow up was going to happen where the yeah the problem was going to be and that was uh a nightmare a nightmare and probably doing everything you could to make sure that you weren't the person who triggered 
Right. You know, right. so and here's the thing that's fascinating is like hearing that story more than likely that maybe not a hundred percent, but I'll say more than likely, I'll give this person the benefit of the doubt more than likely they had no awareness that that's how they were showing up. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's what's so problematic. Yeah. Is like they, they probably didn't perceive themselves. Like people don't think of themselves as a micromanager and yet they exist. Yeah. Now some people do and they just don't care. That's <laughs> right. even worse. Like, but I guess at least you know you know what you're getting. Like, oh, you're just a jerk. Got it. Okay. At least they just know that about you. Yeah. Like you're not trying to be good. You just are horrible. You're just a terrible person all the go. <laughs> Love yeah. it. <laughs> oh, maybe that's what we should do. Instead of, you know, like instead of, instead of playing with something horrible in my life, we just can play on horrible boss <laughs> stories. Oh jeez. Another, another uh, podcast. I work, yeah, I've worked, I've worked uh, in radio, so all I have is terrible boss stories. That is uh, the only kind of boss we had for most of that time. Yeah, um, I've, I've had um, terrible bosses, but I can remember the one, like, I, I've never wanted to be in charge. I've been asked a few times, hey, do you want to be the manager mm-hmm. of this? you want to do this? And I've, the closest I've been is an assistant manager. And, what what um, kept you back? I don't want to be in charge. Oh. I, I don't want I don't. Can I? I don't, can I ask why? I don't like the responsibility. Yeah. And are we going here? Um, because I feel <laughs> like because I feel like I've had it my whole life. Oh, um, okay. Sure. So, so I'm like, you know what? I'm tired. I was a kid and I was the adult. I don't want to keep oh. being the adult for these people. Sure. Um, so, I thank you. I, I appreciate I think I, you sharing that. Yeah, yeah. I think I would do a great job. And, you know, I did a, f- a fine job when I was there, but I just don't like it. So, mm-hmm. but I feel like I can um, assess people that are managers. I'm like, nope, you're not a good manager because of this. You're not a good manager because of that. And I've only had one that really hit me, that really touched me, uh, made an impact. Mm. <laughs> what, um, why? Like, what was it about? What was it about them? Like, they what did were, they do? Yeah, they they were what I imagine a good parent is. They were fir- you know, they were fair. They were fair. They were firm, you know, as far as being in charge. You know, they were they were in charge, and you knew that they were the manager. But they were also kind when they needed to be, or when they could. You know, they they weren't one sided. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I appreciated the, I'm like, oh, you know, even though, yeah, I did screw up. Okay. You're right. <laughs> you know, looking back, I'm like, yeah, I, I deserved, I deserved that, um, mm-hmm. scolding or that, you know, whatever. Um, because I did, and this was when I was younger. So I'm like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't come in. So yep. I deserved that. <laughs> yeah. Um, sure. but, but then also they were supportive when I, you know, did theater. They were like, Hey, you know, so it was, it was, it was nice in that respect. They were well-rounded. Yeah. No, I love hearing that. I'm glad you had that experience. Yeah. Not everyone does. That, and that's, that's too bad. That's sad to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, if I can, uh, I don't, I, I don't like being the manager cause I don't like being separated. I'm, I'm mm. the type of person that doesn't want to not be one of the gang. And I feel like when you're made the manager, mm-hmm. you can't be one of the gangs. So therefore, like, I hate it. You know what yeah. I mean? There's, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I... It's, it, well, yeah, I'll keep going. Oh, I was just going to say, I've, I've had a couple of times in my career where I've been put in those uh, positions. And I always am like, and it may, I think I'm sure it made me a terrible manager. Cause I was like, Hey, you know, Hey, I don't want to rock the boat here, but you know, cause I just desperately wanted to still be a buddy. So it made my feedback probably as wishy-washy as possible and, and mm-hmm. didn't really help anybody uh, because I was just so afraid of, you know, being the, being the jerk that everyone talked about when I left the room. So I didn't want and to then, do that. Yeah. yeah. And then it sends confusing signals to the people that are working for you. Cause right. they're like, do I try, do I, which, what, you know, it, it kind of confuses he, and yeah. makes them ambivalent. Yeah. Is he really mad at me or is he just joshing me or whatever? And yeah. It's, are it we was, supposed to do this? Are we supposed to do that? What's yeah. happening? Yeah. I know. Yeah. I, I know that I gave mixed signals all the time because of that. And it was, yeah, I was terribly afraid of not being one of the, the group and therefore I was terrible. And, and to the point now we're like at my, the, the company that I'm at right now, uh, puts a very, um, big, uh, 
uh, impetus on career go- growth, right? It's part of their philosophy mm-hmm. is everyone's mm-hmm. bought into the company and wanting to grow in their career, then they want to do well for the company. That's part of the whole cycle. Yeah, and I'm like, the person yeah, and I'm just like, I'm, I'm good. I mean, you know, I'd like to make a little more money before my kids hit college, but I'm good. I don't, yeah. I don't need to get a different level or whatever. So yeah, I mean, that's just where it's, I'm at. I mean, well, what, and what you're hitting on actually is a really common phenomenon. And it's why part of like how we, how we position ourselves is something that I hear from a lot of leaders that I work with and that I experience too, is leadership can be lonely. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, so that's the, the role I get to play is being a voice and, you know, being somebody who, um, you know, people can bounce ideas off of, or if they're struggling with something or if they're struggling with a team member or situation, or if they're feeling full of doubt, right. Cause you can't necessarily tell your, t- you know, you can't always tell your team members, like I have no clue what's going on and I'm doubting <laughs> myself every day and I'm constantly regretting taking this job, but here you go. Let's have a one-on-one. And I think, I think that there's an interesting balance though of you know it certainly depends on like the the environment and the job and 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 i don't know that it's you know like it is interesting like oh you got to be separate from your team members because you're going to have to be the heavy and like i kind of call bullshit on that a little bit like because you know the story you were sharing Teresa, around did i say your name right so this is this is going to be the story we explore is my shame around forgetting names and faces (laughs) so um a little precursor um, you know, but, but part of, part of, part of why you liked your boss that you talked about is because you felt like they cared for you. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that care is a really important, important aspect of leading people and care can be firm, care can be candid, but care can also be kind and supportive. And, and I think we feel like we have to swing one way or the other. And, you know, there's a, I mean, I have a team now that I've been really fortunate to build and I mean, I love, like I I deeply love my team members, but that doesn't mean that I still don't hold them accountable, that we still don't have tough conversations, either me to them or them to me or us together. Yeah. And so I think that, I think that like that sweet spot actually is what makes a really great leader. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. So tell me more about this shame you've experienced. <laughs> oh, man. So much shame. Uh, that's a good lead in. I thought um, things. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, so uh, well, for the listeners out there, I was prompted to <laughs> think, of, think of a situation that was oh, embarrassing. Know. and they, Oh, do they know? Yeah. They know. Mine don't. So I mean, I'll just let you Yeah, he knows. when you ask for like what's an embarrassing story I was even asking my husband he was like he's like I don't know he just like you know I was like I do stupid I do stupid shit all the time <laughs> like but it doesn't it doesn't bother me it doesn't linger and um but there was something in your language like it kind of leaves a pit in the stomach and that's what made me think of and you know and my husband actually was like oh yeah this is interesting like because this is something I know you struggle with so um I don't have necessarily like a really specific situation I kind of do, but, um, I, uh, I struggle. Like I don't just kind of struggle with remembering people's names. Like I know that that's a thing. And part of this is, um, my ADHD, I was diagnosed, uh, last year, two years ago, I guess now. And my short-term memory is super bad, which means that, um, I am very quick to not only forget names, but I'll forget faces. And so it's not uncommon, um, because of the work I do and I stand up in front of people and, people get a lot of sort of hits of repetition of me, but I don't always get repetitions of them that I'm frequently in a situation where people say, Oh, Sarah, it's so good to see you. And I have no idea who this person is. And then I come to find out that this is somebody who we had a lovely lunch or it was actually a client of mine. Or, and when I say client, I don't mean like a coaching client, those people I know, but like, (laughs) um, but maybe it's somebody who hired me for an, an event and I would know their name in email but I, if I saw them on the street, I wouldn't remember them. And so it causes a lot of shame for me, actually, because people will be really excited to see me. And, you know, we had this moment together and I can't, I just don't remember who they are. So I just feel like a jerk. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you do that thing uh, when you, when you have somebody with you, like this, this happens to me a lot too. Uh, where I don't remember a person's name. Uh, I'm a lot better with faces, probably, but the, I don't remember a person's name. 
But I will do the thing if my wife is there where I'll go, I'm going to pretend to be so self-absorbed. It's not a stretch uh, <laughs> that I forget to introduce you. And then you interrupt me and go, oh, my name's Melissa. And then introduce yourself. Because then what happens is the we... person then goes, oh, I'm Sarah. And I'm like, oh, yes, this is Sarah. You know what I mean? Like that's that yeah, is no, the, no, my the husband, trick. Yeah, when Nick and I are together, when Nick and I are together, we know. And now I'm giving it away so people will know. <laughs> but when we're together, if, if 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 here I do not immediately say, oh, this is Teresa, this is Monty, or this is Colin, if we don't immediately say it, that is cue for the other to say, I'm sorry, what was your name again? Yeah. And Or to introduce themselves. The problem is he's not often with me. Yeah. So what I, you know, so what I what I've been really working on, and, and when I say shame, I mean like legitimate, I'm working through with my therapist shame. You know, because part of it is I, I, I very much believe in deep connections and, and I'm very present with people and, um, and I want to, I want them to feel connected, you know, to me and I want to be connected to them so that when we have a lovely, maybe we have lunch six months ago, that was amazing. But if I haven't seen them or had any kind of repetition, the likelihood is that I will probably more than likely not remember them. And so then I just feel horrible that they didn't stick long enough. And so usually I'm in a situation where I might say, I'm sorry, um, what was your name again? Remind me how we met each other. And then what will happen is almost always it'll trigger something like, oh, there's your file. <laughs> like, uploading yeah. now. Here it, right. here it is. Yeah. But, um, but, so I've had to really work on just embracing that. That part of that is a real just it's it's, uh, you know, people be like, oh, people forget the names all the time. But the, the reality is my like my short term memory I've been tested is like very low yeah, um, because of my ADHD. And I, so, so that's something that genuinely I've had to work through. And I, I think it's one of those things and I'm not going to, I'm not saying this just to add on to your shame, but like everyone says, <laughs> Oh, that's okay. On. That should be the game. <laughs> oh yeah. And they meant, right. But they don't mean it. Yeah. They're, they don't mean it because I, I know when somebody doesn't recognize me because of my giant uh, state, size ego i'm like who the fuck doesn't remember monty how many monty's have they met in their fucking life i'm monty, I'm monty. M, monty. god damn it you know like how many that's monty's do you know <laughs> yeah exactly i'm 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 like what the hell how do they forget me um and i think that's the same with everybody and i guys uh, back me up on this because and you've you've been in an improv group you've been in on a stage before too there's sometimes Sarah has, Sarah Sarah has. has yeah yes. but mm-hmm. you have this thing where people go and see your show and it's a it's kind of a there's almost an intimacy in what we do in comedy yeah and people come up afterwards and even and you might know that face because they've been to like two or three shows but you don't know them you you've not spent any they real feel time like they know you yes they mm-hmm. feel like they know you yeah. And they talk in in this way, and I always feel just this amount of like I don't, I don't really know you, man. I don't, <laughs> you know. Yeah. No. I mean, I've 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 had such. Situ- I mean, similarly, right? Like either through improv or you know, again, I do a lot of keynote speaking, or I'm I'm working with groups, and so a lot of times it's many to one, right? Like mm-hmm. it's a bunch of people to me, and and so I've I've had situations where. You know, people will come up to me. Oh, Sarah, it's really good to see you. I'm like, I'm sorry. Remind me your name again. And where did we meet? Oh, we actually haven't yet. I've just seen you speak a couple of times. I'm like, well, that's not fair. Like, that one doesn't count. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is actually I've, the first time we're meeting. But I've, thank you. I appreciate it. But it, you know, but it is a, it is a challenge. Um, you know, when they, and, 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 you know, whether it's as comedian, like performers, you know, doing improv or theater or the work that I do, like, it's incredibly sacred. It's so amazing that you do get to build this relationship and people get to feel this connection to you. But sometimes the reality is, is that the connection is stronger one way than the other. And it takes a little bit more time because, you know, when you're performing, you're meeting hundreds of people and it takes a few repetitions, right. To be able to lock that person in. I, yeah, it's so funny how this, I'm surprised this hasn't come up before because it, as you're saying this, I have visions of, there's so many things where people's names, it really is such a big deal. I remember going to a class and this fellow 
he was very welcoming and very, very warm. And he remembered everybody's names Mm -hmm. and it made you feel so seen, you know, it made you feel so special or so whatever. It's like, oh my gosh, he remembers my name. And so there's that. But I know, so there's that. And then I'm thinking of times where (laughs) I did shows with these people, like two, I'm not even joking when I say like two years in, I, you know, I did a couple shows at a, at a theater a couple times a year for maybe two, three, maybe four years. No exaggeration. Knew who the person was, didn't know their name. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you what their name was because and I'd like, by that point it was too late. You're like, exactly. I'm going to be the jerk. If I'm like, exactly. Hey, I know that you had me over for your like kids, you know, bat mitzvah, but like, I'm what, Who's your, what's your name again? Yeah. And thankfully it didn't go that far, but like I'd see him, but again, it was one of those things where I would just see them peripherally and I just, I knew that they did Mm -hmm. this. And so I'd pass by, you know, I knew that they were responsible for like, you know, the set building or the, you know, whatever. I didn't really see them, but I, I don't want to say I should have known, but I quote should have known. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's sad that we should on ourselves. and what, well, right. And, and it's, it's, it's because we know what it feels like, like you said, to be seen. Right. And so that's why it feels so awful that, you know, that I can't always deliver that because that's, yeah. oh, that's certainly my intention. And I would never want somebody to feel like, oh, she thinks she's so special. And, and I was, I, I truthfully, I was grateful when I got my diagnosis because it was like, hey, your cognitive processing, these five areas, you're like off the charts. Yeah. Short-term memory, 50%. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, is that why I can't remember people? They're like, yep. And, you know, but that's still, that's still just because I know that that's a legitimate um, limitation of my brain doesn't, hasn't, I haven't yet been able to overcome uh, just like the disappointment I feel when I can't recall somebody. And just to to bring this all the way back around, but in the beginning when I was talking about wanting to think of the word um, origin story, that's why I couldn't remember it because I knew that this was going to be about remembering things. (laughs) So it it was just sort of a little teaser. Classic callback. Great Great job, Teresa. Yeah, it was good. (laughs) Little little anxiety. Yeah, so I have that too, that if I don't immediately remember your name, it immediately causes anxiety for me and then it doesn't matter. Like you and I could be friends for seven years and if it doesn't come out of my mouth right away my brain immediately goes oh shit here we go again mm-hmm. and then it takes a couple minutes for it to settle and then eventually it'll emerge right like it's not a it's not a memory it's not like a memory issues to be concerned about it's just like legitimate anxiety around it yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well then it also so you ready to play with to this well you know, <laughs> what, was, what was that colin you just get to the point where you just you spend so much time trying to you're in your head panicking about yeah. trying to remember who you're talking to and where they came from and how they know you is that you're not, at least for me, I'm not, I'm not paying attention to what they're actually saying mm-hmm. at, be present at, then. At, mm-hmm. at that time, because I'm too worried. See, I go the, uh, uh, the complete opposite way. I just assume that no one knows me <laughs> and no one, and no one knows who I am. So like I've done presentations at work before and like in front of like in, entire department town halls, and I will see people afterwards and I'll say, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm Colin. I'm, I work in this department. And they're like, dude, we, we just saw you speak up there. We know who you, but I'm just so <laughs> like, I just, I just assume that no one, you know, and mm. I'm, or I'm, I'm the same way. I'm horrible with names to the point to where I avoid people. Like if I see someone mm. and I recognize your face, but can't think of their name, I won't, I won't engage. And if I do mm. get engaged, it's like, like, and you can ask Monty and, and Teresa this, after Weisenheimer shows, I don't like to go out front and talk to the audience because that's that, there. there's a lot of that, so I just avoid it, is, is mm. what I do. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You, you can't ask me because I'll be back there with him. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's basically, <laughs> so it's just Monty, uh, and then Teresa, Monty's like, I don't understand why you guys don't all remember me. I'm literally yeah, the only person out here. <laughs> Monty, Monty needs that crowd work, whereas Teresa and I just need to pick up the, pick up everything. So yeah, I like I like the I like the language of crowd work. I like that you use that instead of ego stroking. Well, I mean, also I'm the one who set up all the sound equipment, so the least they could do is pick it up. <laughs> see, see, he's trying Monty, to. I choose yeah. you because you and I are very similar. <laughs> 
Uh, I do need it. I desperately need it. He was trying it. to justify. I just need, mm-hmm. desperately need uh, validation. Um, all right. So, Sarah, uh, I think I think we uh, I think we have enough for a, 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 a scene that we can base off of this this uh, mm-hmm. particular experience. Um, so you have a you have a choice here. Uh, would mm. you like to be a part of this scene or would you like to sit back and watch? And yeah. So the, the improver in me is like, yeah, I don't get to play that much. But the person who's carrying so much shame, like, <laughs> I think I need to have some therapy and just like observe Just, it just observe? All right. See how things unfold. So I think, I think that, um, I don't know. What do you, what do you, what would you like? Well, here's, <laughs> here, like? here, well, here this, this might help, this might help that question. The next question would be, who would you like to play you? So here's what I'm saying. If you, mm, the, the, since mm. you're kind of torn, maybe yeah. not playing you would let, you know, would make you want to do the improving more. Right. Sure. Yeah. And you don't have to, uh, you, and, and you can certainly sit back until you feel uh, uh, the the need to, to, to jump in. It's not like uh, you sure. have to be a part of every scene or anything like that. You I'm, can sit back. Yeah. I mean, if the whole goal is to make this like the worst possible scenario, mm-hmm. I mean, I'll probably take it pretty dark, pretty fast. <laughs> so I'll, <laughs> I will be coming in with like subconscious saboteur voices. <laughs> that will be, that might, might derail us. So I will, um, I will play if so called. If okay. I feel moved, um, otherwise I will, um, I will, I will lovingly observe. Okay. All right, you, you, you had me excited when you was like, "I'm taking it dark." I'm like, "Yeah, girl, let's do it." <laughs> <laughs> All right, I mean, then. I could go there. Like, you know what? I'll, I'll play. I'll play. Okay. We'll, we'll, like, let's like really dig into my psychosis. Let's lift yeah. up that rock. Yeah. Really go there. <laughs> and then, this and then, good. who who would you like to uh, play the part of uh, Sarah Noel Wilson in this uh, this uh, next scene? That's so. That's there's that's a lot of pressure. Um, I actually, I really want to. I would like Colin to play me. He's been so quiet and listening, and I will be curious to see like I've, what he I've calls just for. I've been trying to remember your name this whole time. Paying <laughs> attention, I, I, I wrote I wrote down Sarita. Um, so, well, that's my that was my name in in, in uh, Spanish class. There we go. Oh, Three. nice. All right. There you go. Uh, all right, so uh, when you feel the need, uh, jump on in, and uh, Cullen will be playing the part of Sarah, and uh, and uh, and here we go. Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is uh, Sarah No Wilson, and I'm here to uh, lead your group today. Um, I'm really excited that you invited me uh, here at Jones Corporation Limited. 135 Main Street, Des Moines, Iowa, 51536. Um, you know, I feel a real connection to you guys, uh, and not just because I hit Zombie Burger on the way here, um, and I'm chock full of cheese curds and fried food, um, but I'm, I'm just excited to be here. Um, this is an interactive uh, experience. Uh, it's not me just up here talking. Uh, uh, Sarah? Yeah, Sarah, yes, Sarah, yes. Sarah, Sarah, hi, 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 hi. I don't see your "Hello, my name is" name tag that I required all my uh, <laughs> all my events. Yeah, no, uh, they got lost in transport. Oh, <laughs> you remember? Okay. I remember we were talking about that. Do, don't you remember? We were just talking about it, like before yeah. the. You don't remember me? Uh, <laughs> could, you, could you remind me your name and how we met, please? Oh, we just really, Sarah, really, Sarah. I yeah, wow, uh-huh. wow, Sarah. I, I you know, look at me. Look yeah, at me. I, I've I've said your name like five times, Sarah, yep, because I'm not a monster. No, yep. Uh huh. Yeah. You know what? You knew. You knew so my name. You knew my name. Listen, Sarah, you shut your whore mouth. You knew my name three hours ago, three hours ago when we were talking. We were talking. I was showing you pictures of my kids. Right. 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 And I, but yes. I, to my defense, I have had zombie burger in that time period. So, wow. you know, I, I'll yield. I'll yield to the next. Throw me, 
I'll yield Throw to the next. The I'm I'm out of here. Who's uh, with me? Who's, are you? Uh, no, no, just uh, me. Okay, okay, I'm out. Uh, oh, hi. Okay. All right. I have a question. I, yeah, it's really odd that I do the question and the answer at the beginning. Well, you um, said I'm sorry. You have, just, I'm, this was interactive, and then and then she asked. I know, the whole, but usually usually the question and answers come at the end. I'm going to have to work on my uh, agenda slide. Uh, I should have uh, uh, done the button and hit next um, to okay. give you the agenda. But anyway, oh. yeah, we're we're here, so here we are. Yes, hey, you, sir. Yeah, Hi. sir. Hi. Oh, wow, that's Hello. weird. That's it's a weird way to address me. It's uh, you know. It's me. It's me. Uh -huh. Hi. It's me. You. Yay. You. Hey, big guy. I was uh, I was Nick's groomsman at your wedding. Nick, my husband. Yeah, Nick. Nick, your husband. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Let me pull out that card. Yes, my husband is Nick. Yeah. Uh, I have. Yep. Uh, it's on the card here. Yeah. This. Uh. I'm Jared. I'm Jared. Jared. Just getting ready to say that. Yeah. Um, like the jewelry store, every kiss begins with Jared. J Jared, right? No, yeah, Jared. Yep. I, I literally you know, like 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 the Subway sandwich. Hold on, I, I I'm learning this association thing, so I'm gonna think of you don't, as the sandwich guy. Don't Jared, don't think don't think of me. No, don't think guy. of me as the sandwich. No, I don't so want I don't want to be the Subway. I dated your cousin. I dated your cousin for like two months after the wedding. Do you remember? I I Ron? threw up on your My wedding cousin. dress. My cousin Ron? No, not your cousin. Your your cousin Jessica, remember? I threw up on your wedding dress. Oh, yes, there. There it clicks. I'm I'm sorry, Jerry. It just, you know, it's been, you know, I'm I'm up in front of a group here. I mean, there's like 10 people. Uh so I, you know, uh, I'm I'm trying to spread the love, so to speak. Right. Uh, you know. Right. Um right. so yeah, uh, yes, you your your question, uh, Gerard. Uh, my question was, Sarah, did you, did you get the, the packet of information that I left for you at the podium since I'm the one who enabled you to come here to my, to my job at Jones Limited, 135 Main Street, Des Moines, hold, Iowa, hold on. hold on, I have, hold on, I have that section written here on my arm. Okay. Jared is my contact. Oh, yay. Yeah, you are my contact. There you are. You know. Hey. Um, excuse, excuse me, excuse me, excuse yes. me. Hello, hello. Yes. Um, yes, the, are, the, the, the yes, you are, there in the front. You. Hello. Yeah. Are we? Are are we going? Are you going to start the presentation now? We have we have another meeting after this, and I just, or or is it all questions or, um, Miss well, Sarah? It, like I said, uh, sir, it, it is interactive. Um, so, this is the interactive uh, okay. portion. All right. Well, uh, I do you, do you have a, a question? What, um, I identify as a woman. Um, I am not a sir. Uh, yes. Um, so how how is it that you um, have such a horrible memory? Why why are you such a horrible person? Is my, I... is my is my question. Like, if I told you my name, would you be able to remember it? Uh, hold. Let me get a pen. No, okay. no pen. No pen. No pen, right. Sarah. Okay. No yep. pen. I put the All pen right. down, Sarah. Sarah. Oh, okay. Sarah? Okay. No. Okay. No Sarah? pen. Do you have a question? Sarah. If I, yes. Question, my no yeah, I, my quest my question is if I told you my name, would you be able to remember it? Yeah. It's no pen. No. No. Pen. Natalie. Penny. Penny. My name is Desiree Joan Genevieve Purcell Nicole Joan Ellen Jones. Can you tell me my name? I'm just gonna call you Dee Dee. That's why. Okay, I have a follow-up question, Miss Sarah. Is this Sarah? is this funny, Subway? Sarah, is this funny Subway to you? Look, look, I know I'm what? I don't. I told you, I would rather be known as puke on your dress than Subway. It's it's Jared. I didn't even Disney? write that down. His we are name? not in Disney. This is Desiree. This is thank the, you. This is the thank RGB2 you. insurance sure. building outside of Des Moines. Okay, right Sarah. off the interstate. Sarah, so can you just answer the question? Why are you such a monster? Why are you a horrible, horrible person, Sarah? I, I, uh, I, uh, I, I guess. I mean, this this really isn't about me. This is about me helping you. So, um, how how can I help you? Uh, oh, hey, Sarah, Sarah, sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, yes. I'm so sorry I'm late. I got I got your text and I ran to the office to get the, the markers and the flip charts that you left behind. And so I just I got here as quickly as I could because that's what I do for my boss. Thank you. 
Uh, Did you? I will tell, hi, I will everyone. Tell boss, I will tell your Hello. boss that you do an excellent job uh, on your next review. Um, so just write so that's, your name. So that's, right. That's that's you. I mean, we've been working yeah. together for oh, is it, are, two, uh, two years work, now. She, she she's wearing you. a shirt with your name on it. It's that's your logo. Yeah, I'm wearing I'm wearing, I'm wearing a chronically curious shirt, yeah. and your name is on the back, Sarah. It, um, so now did you forget you, uh, my you name? My... Wait, wait, hold on. Did you forget yeah. my name again? She's a monster. No, no I. It's you work. You work for Mister You, um, and you are uh, a delivery driver. Uh, you work. Yep. So thank you. Here's here's a a, a seven dollar tip uh, you. for your. You're a monster. Uh, You're just a monster. Sarah, you know, we we try really hard on the team to be understanding, and, and we understand that you have limitations with your ADHD, and we appreciate the fact that you're working with a therapist and, and trying to, you know, take medication. That lady's wearing really a name tag. Seriously. The fact that, yeah. I, it, can't, you know, we, I can't really read. Um, <laughs> I, I think so. you should quit. 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 I quit. think I'm gonna quit. I think I, you're I smart, Sarah. I you're quit. S- I'm out. You're a smart, oh. young lady. Cut to you- two weeks later, Des Moines Police Headquarters. Sarah's inside a room with a one-way mirror. All right, Ms. Noel Wilson. These are the suspects of the bank robbery you witnessed. All you have to do is point to the person who pointed that gun at that old lady and took her purse. All you have to do is just point at the, the one face of these, these men here who did it. And we can wrap this all, up. All I, I don't see, all, all I can see is myself. Am I, am I in the right, am I in the right, looking through the right window? It's what? just, I mean, no, it's oh, just sorry. Hold on, let me, hold on, let me just, it's electronically controlled. There we go. Now, oh. now you can see five, Five men in this lineup. All you have to do is point to the guy that you saw commit this heinous crime, so we can so we can put him away for good. It was number seven. Uh, number seven, could you step forward? Uh, number seven, what's your name? Yeah, my name is uh, my name is Anthony. That's my right. My name is Anthony. That's Anthony. Anthony is a uh, is a detective here. The Des Moines PD, uh, we, we, we... Well, he's, he's up in the, the line. Uh, yeah. I, mean, I know ma'am, there's only numbers ma'am. above five of them, but it was the seventh one. Yeah. Okay, Anthony, uh, Anthony, you're, you're good. Yeah. You're dismissed, buddy. Thanks. You think you, do, you don't want me to guard no. these guys? No, no, you don't have to guard them in your uniform anymore. Um, hey, yeah, we just, we're, I think you're confusing. I, we're just going to, we're just going to keep them all in the room and, and should I take the... the other guy? Should I take, uh, Robert Palmer? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Officer Palmer, should I take Yeah, Officer, Officer Palmer, Palmer, Anthony, please leave the room. So just just yeah, the okay. five suspects are yeah. in the room. All right, we'll just so be that right we outside, just have those, one, two, three, no four. Shenanigans. Yeah, no, we'll storm it with a shotgun if we need to. All right. It's, it, it's definitely the one in blue jeans. Uh okay, Sarah Sarah. Uh, they're yep. all in blue jeans. They are they're all, all in blue jeans. They're all in blue jeans. They're I'm sorry, de- 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 Detective, Hi. do you want do you want me to leave, Sarah? Um, am I here to to lead your lead your group? Do you do you no. need some some leadership? Do you know me? Oh no, no. Ooh, the, all, are... the badges and guns. No, no. Oh, this is exciting. Am I on? Am I on Law and Order? Ms. Ms. Uh, okay, uh, Ms. Noel Wilson, uh, please. Y- you witnessed a crime. It I was thirty five minutes did I ago. Do it? No, me. I did it. I'm sorry. No, you know no. what we've got. That's you know that's good enough for me. Uh, that's good enough for you me. Know what? You're she's, right. She's uh, she's admitted to the crime. Anthony, Anthony's right. Yeah. Uh, Anthony, come in here and book Ms. Wilson and yeah. uh, Ms. Noel Wilson. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, you are under arrest for bank robbery and um, attempted murder of uh, of a police officer who was a security officer in the in the bank that you uh, that you uh, attempted to rob and uh, kill people. So. Uh, you know, do you want to call your lawyer? Do you want to call anybody? Sure. Um, I would who, like who, to call. Who do you need to call? Hold on. I have a card here. 
I would like to call Rick. And who's that? Oh, wait. That's smudged. I think Dick? No. Uh, Mick? No. Um, what What do you think this says? Uh, it's the, the first one's smudged. Yeah, it says... Looks like a... Nick? Looks like Rick. No, I know. It looks looks like Mick, Rick to me. Mick. I think it's Mick. Just, yeah. just call him. Does he have a last name? Nope. It just says uh, husband after it. Oh. Maybe that's his last name. Yeah. Well, Mick, well, I, Mick husband. Mick yeah. husband. I would. I would like to call Mick husband. Yeah. We'll we'll try to find a Mick husband then for you. Thank you. Cut to fifteen years later in maximum security prison. <laughs> Here's your food. Here's your here's your food, Sarah. You monster. You you make me sick. It's people like you that make me sick. I'm glad I do what I do to keep people like you off the streets. Here, here's your slop. Thank you, Officer. You. Unbelievable. Officer, Officer, big guy. Fifteen years. Fifteen years you've been here. Fifteen years you've been here. You don't even. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Look, I have, I know I have issues, and there's a lot of things uh, that I get wrong, but there's one thing that I will tell you, Epstein did not kill himself. Uh, so you see, it, it could have been that's wrong. That's where we end. <laughs> that is. That's, that's where we went. That's where we end. <laughs> that's where we end. See, so you're not that bad. You could yeah, be in prison. No you one's ever called city. you a monster. You a monster. No, no. one's ever called me a monster to my face. No, and there, and no one's ever called you a monster behind your back because everyone's like, oh, oh yeah, I get it. I don't remember people's <laughs> names either. You've got people like me going, I worked with someone for four years and didn't know their names. You've got people going, yeah, I relate to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I called my youngest kid number two, not because it's a funny nickname. It's because I don't I know that's it's written down somewhere, but for the life of me, I don't have it. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. I think, uh, like, if you have kids, Sarah, um, do you have kids? I don't, no. You don't? Oh, good for you. Um, but, um, no, I'm just joking. I'm just saying that because I don't have kids. Um, but I know I've heard that parents will, like, if they have multiple kids, they'll just go oh, yeah, down the roster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, until they get to the There's right actually- one. Yeah, no, there's actually some really interesting psychology around the fact that like part of the reason why, you know, whether it's typically it's parents, right, they might call you the wrong name is where family names, it's it's why you'd always be another sibling or maybe like someone close, like an aunt or something. Like in my family, if I'm around, one of my nieces will get called me or one of the nephews will get called my brother's name by my sister. And part of it is because the part of the brain that stores that information, it's all in the same, it's the same area. So it's like Ooh. accessing the same room, oh. which is why you wouldn't be like, hey, George, who I met at work, like it's always somebody within that nucleus family because oh. that's, it's all stored in the same. Okay, fun, legit. Fun, fun little brain fact. Yeah, is that why sense. I call my kids my dog's name sometimes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, right. legitimately. Right? I'm, just, yes. I'm not an asshole when I call You're my daughter well, Ruby. Not for that. Not for that. It's all it's all stored in that like same area of your brain. So when it's going to retrieve it, sometimes it just goes whatever's closest. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. I I will say this uh, is I think this is one of those problems that a lot of people have, and there are a lot of people, Sarah, who choose to not give a shit that they don't remember people's names. So the mm-hmm. fact that it actually brings you shame and that you care mm-hmm. enough that it hurts you because mm-hmm. I've known people that don't remember names and then they just decide, well, they must not be important. So go, you know, mm-hmm. go, go uh, F themselves yes. on that. Yes. So I think it only I think, speaks to your heart. Yeah. Your, your caring heart. Yes. Yeah. It's very, it's very adoring. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. So hopefully this helped a little bit. You're not as bad hmm. as you think you are. Or at least not it a didn't monster. or yeah. at least it didn't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> no. But it was really hard for me to not respond every time somebody was like, Sarah, Sarah, what? What? <laughs> Forgot what we were doing. We talked about this. Wait, what is happening right now? Is this real life? <laughs> Gracious. It's not. It's all a construct. Thank you yeah. for making my nightmare a nightmare. 
You're that well. is, yeah, that is what, what we, we do. do. We help people. <laughs> <laughs> We're the Alice Cooper of the improv world. <laughs> In the fact that we have snakes. Oh, I love that that's a reference that only some people would get. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually uh, 67, so that's very topical for me. <laughs> that's... <laughs> We're really trying to get to the geriatric crowd. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, welcome to my nightmare. I get it, Louis. <laughs> Oh, this is a niche that we should have uh, thought about. We could be doing improv for seniors in senior care. Get off the Davenport and grab me some Sanka. (laughs) Isn't it it interesting how, like, you know, like, we, we, like, the stereotype of old people is just horrible. But then when you're like, oh, but like my parents are in their 70 and they're amazing and they're smart and they're witty, but there's like, we get into this, like, Oh, when I was your age, and yeah. and we get angry, like it's immediately angry, like shaky, and kind of confused or something, and like, man, that sucks. You know, it's, it sucks story. because it sucks because it's true. Because I'm becoming that, and that's no. the only reason why I'm doing it is because this is me with a with some wrinkles because i'm like get off my lawn and stuff because i do do say that because i don't want mm. these damn kids on my lawn mm. so mm-hmm. i'm only saying things that apply to me sure <laughs> I, it's all true yeah it's all true Thank you so much, uh, Sarah. Thank you. And, uh, Thanks people, for having me. People can go to uh, your website to find out more about what you do, right? Which is just they sure can, yeah. Sarah Noel just Wilson. SarahNoelWilson.com. S-A-R-A-H. I'm a complete Sarah. N-N. Everyone always is interesting. My last name is Nolan. People overcomplicate it all the time. They add a K or an E or a W, but it's just S-A-R-A-H-N-O-L-L-W-I-L-S-O-N. Wow. Now, can you spell Weisenheimers that fast? No, it's okay. It's, yeah, W-E-I-S-E-N-M-E-I-R-E-R-S. Good work. Good work. That's, I think, that's close enough. I can't actually. He doesn't actually, even know. Yeah, he wasn't even. Enough. I probably missed a couple words in there. No, letters in there. You're, you're fine. Well, thanks for having me. Thanks. Thanks, Sarah. You're great. And remember, it could always be worse. There you go. It could always be worse. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, would, it, it will be, it, it, will, it could be worse if I didn't care. That's... So that's what I'll hold on to from our time together. Oh that it's okay because I care. Weisenheimer's podcast. Weisenheimer's podcast. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, wouldn't you enjoy being a part of it as well? Of course. Of course you would. I'm sure you've got embarrassing stories. I've seen your Facebook feed. But what if I'm what if I'm nervous and I don't want to be on the podcast, but I have a really good story to share? Ah, that's a good question. What if you just emailed us at info <gasps> at Weisenheimers.com? What's that again? That's info, I-N-F-O, at Weisenheimers.com. W-E-I-S-E-N-H-E-I-M-E-R-S.com. <laughs> I'm going to do that right now. It's awesome. I'm going to my iMac. Hopefully, we'll hear your story on a future episode of It Could Be Worse. I think that went really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah.